party people! Welcome once again to the Party of One podcast, the actual play RPG podcast where the gaming table is always set for two. I'm your host as always, Jeff Stormer, and this week on the show, I am joined by Rev, producer and GM for The Crit Show, for a game of Cobwebs by World Champ Game Design. Cobwebs is a neo-noir RPG for one to five players that tell stories of reluctant investigators uncovering terrifying conspiracies and getting far more than they bargained for. It is inspired by podcasts like Limetown and Tannis, comics like Mind MGMT, or movies like Under the Silver Lake or Mute, as well as the works of David Lynch like Mulholland Drive and Twin Peaks. On a related note, cold, cloudy evening here in Philadelphia, 45 Fahrenheit, 7 Celsius. It's looking like it's going to be cold and cloudy throughout the evening into the morning, but those clouds are going to break by mid-morning, and we're going to be blessed by those beautiful blue skies and golden sunshine all along the way. Cobwebs is so great. It is such a moody... Like, it, it builds conspiracy stories so, so well. I love the way that you you really feel the the danger building and the, 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 the slow unraveling of a conspiracy. It is really well done, really well executed. I am so, so happy with this game, how it turned out. I love playing the game. I think you're really going to enjoy listening to it. You can find more information about Cobwebs at worldchamp.io slash store, or you can check the show notes for more information. Like I said, Rev is the producer and game master for The Crit Show, an actual play podcast where the main story, the other side of the coin, is set in a world using the Powered by the Apocalypse system, Monster of the Week, Dungeon World, and more. Every Wednesday, the gang tries their best to solve Rev's mysteries, protect the innocent, and hunt monsters alongside their alleys at the Indiana Paranormal Task Force. Their intentions are good, their dice rolls, not so much. You can find more information at thecritshowpodcast.com. They also play a variety of different games on their Patreon. We played Anyone Can Wear the Mask together. You can go check that out right now. Uh, it was a ton of fun. It was a really special and interesting game that I highly recommend. You can go check that out at patreon.com slash thecritshow. Now, with all that said, let's go ahead and throw it over to me in the past so that he can get started with the show. Take it fast, me. Thanks, future me. This week, I am so excited to be sitting down with Rev. Rev, thank you so much for coming on Party of One. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Uh, I'm really excited. I've been looking forward to playing this game on the show for so, so long. So this is, uh, this is, I'm, I'm really, I'm hyped for this recording in particular. Nice. Um, so real quick, before we dive in, why don't you let the lovely listeners at home know about anything you've got going on that you might want them to know about? Yeah, so uh, I am Rev. I'm the host and GM of The Crit Show, which is an actual play podcast where we play Monster of the Week uh, and other Powered by the Apocalypse games all within the same dimension-hopping narrative. Um, and uh, kind of the the quirky thing about our story is that the players actually play as themselves. Uh, so you get to know the gamer and the character kind of at the same time. That's pretty dope. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a good hook. I feel like I, I, I like that. I like that approach to getting to know the player. Cause I feel like it is very easy and actual play to lose sight of the player yeah. in the performance. And so I, I like that. It's I, I'm a big, I've played myself on a lot of different games. Uh, so I'm a big <laughs> sucker for self insert characters. <laughs> They're close to my heart. Um, so today we are playing, like I said, we are playing a game that I have been extremely excited to play on the show for a good long while. We are playing cobwebs. Cobwebs is a game about unraveling a conspiracy. It is inspired by like uh, 90s and early aughts neo-noir type stories, uh, such as uh, the works of David Lynch, such as Brick, um, things that that, that sort of uh, last bastion period of noir before cell phones became a thing and all of the (laughs) rules that we had kind of established around noir kind of became moot. Um, 
So that is kind of the general era that we're playing in. That is the general kind of story that we're playing in. Uh, we are doing something kind of dark and mysterious. The story is of uh, our darling, which is uh, an ordinary person, a person that's going to be shared between both of us, um, searching for the missing. This is someone in their life who has disappeared. Uh, the circumstances we'll figure out in play. The, the the truth of it all we'll figure out in play. We're going to be unraveling our theories around this as we kind of piece things together. And uh, we're going to watch as things kind of unravel and potentially get very weird. So uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, setting and then we'll kind of set up uh, the stuff to get going in play. The default setting of the game, which I think I'm I'm pretty here for as a fan of that particular genre, is a small American city in the mid-90s or early aughts. Yeah. Um, it is a place where it is pre-smartphone, uh, pre pre-easy access to the internet where information was sparse and hard to come by. Yeah, I think that that, you know, like you said, it, it, we kind of lose the noir element as soon as we have access to everything on our phones. <laughs> Yeah, once 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 the internet becomes a thing, it becomes much easier to like track <laughs> down facts and that that changes the story. There are, you can still make a very good mystery, but it becomes harder and I I want to kind of lean into into this this time and place. Um so what we're going to do, uh once we've kind of set now that we've we've got an idea of where we are, we are going to set up uh, our initial mystery. And the way that we're going to do this is we are going to collaboratively between the two of us create a monologue through the voice of our darling. And we're going to learn who our darling is. Uh, we're going to create a monologue in their voice where they kind of set up who they are, who the missing is, why they're looking for them, why they don't trust the authorities. It is a, a, an important note that this is not like a formal investigator. This is a very ordinary person that is sort of stepped into this role and like what what makes them what makes them the person that has to find them so we're gonna spilled our scenario one sentence at a time through the the voice of our darling especially because we're going to each be playing this character over the course of the game uh so the way that we're going to do that is we're going to build this monologue one sentence at a time each of us is going to take turns saying one sentence and we want to uh, go back and forth until we've each contributed at least three sentences, each sentence including some kind of a lead, either a person, an object, a location, something for us to investigate later. Uh, any questions about this opening process? I don't think so. All right. Uh, would you like to go first or should I? Uh, you go first. I think uh, I, I think I am interested to see where you lead since you're uh, antsy to play this game. Uh, I, I, there's a list of prompts that can help us build the foundation and I am looking for, I'm looking in them right now. Uh, the first thing I want to drop in is I'm going to go with my initial, uh, no, I, there's a, there's a prompt here that I'm really leaning towards and I'm not quite sure what it means, what the sentence means, but I'm going to go with, uh, the skate park used to be a safe place to hang out, but we don't go there anymore nice uh so i think so i think i'm gonna go with just the simple i'm worried about nikki and i'm gonna follow that up with oh the last time i saw them they told me to meet them in the campus photo lab but when i got there they weren't they weren't there the last time i saw them they seemed like they hadn't slept in days 
Professor Claxton is someone who seems to know more than he lets on. And I think for the last one, I found a bunch of balled up papers with random numbers drawn on them in their bedroom, and it made me nervous. Hmm. I'm going to bring it back around a little bit and say all I want in the world is to make it with Nikki to the X Games next year like we'd planned. So we've got our we've got our we've got some locations, we've got some leads, we've got some items, we've got some things to investigate, which means we can go to our first turn. So uh, I have an important question for you, and that is on our first turn, do you want to play the darling? Do you want to play our investigator or do you want to play the shadow, which is another character that that the that our investigator is meeting with in the course of the scene, and then uh, I think from there we'll go back and forth and we'll trade those two roles uh, from scene to scene. Uh, I think I'll be the shadow first. Okay, so then I'm playing our investigator. So what is going to happen uh, is uh, we're going we're each going to roll some dice, um, and between us and our randomly generated third player the machine which is represented by this deck of cards that i'm holding in my hand we're going to set the stage for uh what is going to happen in our first investigation scene uh over the course of the next 12 or less scenes we will do some investigation you and i will both privately create our own theories as to what we think is going on we'll kind of steer the ship in the direction of what we think is happening uh, and and what actually unfolds will be something neither of us can fully plan because of the results <laughs> of us kind of playing some some narrative tug of war a little bit. Uh, specifically, in our first scene, uh, uh, I as the darling am going to roll two dice, two light dice, and take the lower result for what's going to happen. So I rolled uh, I rolled a five and a two. So uh, we have to take a two, which means that we are going to introduce a new lead to the scene. Uh, something that I can explore later on. I think I want to I want to introduce a new uh, person to investigate. And I think this is I'm going to introduce Nikki's roommate, Maggie, who Nikki has who Nikki has been living with. Uh, I'm going to introduce Nikki's roommate, Maggie, and I'm going to put Maggie on the board. I'm going to put Maggie on the board uh, under ally. Uh, there's a we have a we have a playmat that we're playing with that gives us some information about who is an ally, who's a suspect and who's a threat. Uh, we'll be referring to this over the course of the game. We'll try to make sure we explain what happens to things as they go on. Um, but right now I'm introducing the character of Maggie. I think she's an ally. I think she's somebody that I'm talking to to try and get a handle on where Nikki has been lately. That is the lead that I want to introduce, and that is who I am going to propose you are playing as the shadow. Okay. Uh, what uh, what you're going to do as the shadow is you're going to roll two dark dice and take whichever result you prefer. Oh, nope, never mind. That's backwards. Yep, yep. Early scenes, you roll one dice and take one dice. So you rolled a six, which means uh, on your dark dice, you rolled a six, which determines uh, my relationship to Maggie, which means I was wrong. Maggie is a threat. <laughs> <laughs> Maggie is openly antagonistic towards me. No one ever suspects Maggie. No one ever suspects Maggie. Um, so collectively, we're going to decide what kind of scene this is. Our options are, are we con- uh, am I conducting an interview? Is this me 
asking Maggie what is happening and trying to get truth of the situation through Maggie. Am I conducting research? Is this is this free form? Like, am I just digging, digging, uh, finding information? Or is this a scene about concern for safety where I am given a way out of this that I don't accept? You know, with the introduction of Maggie, I almost feel like the first scene is is our darling kind of rummaging through the room and Maggie coming in. Ooh, I like that. I like that a lot. I that I, I like it as I, I like the idea that it's not it's not a I like the idea that it's not an interview. I like the idea that this is this is research and I am doing research on uh one of these other leads. I'm gonna say I'm doing research on the balled up paper full of numbers. But having Maggie in the scene as an antagonistic presence to that is 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 very interesting. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the last thing that we're going to do is we're going to color the scene. We have a third. We have, like I said, we have a simulated third player. Traditionally, Cobwebs is played with three players, but there are optional rules for playing uh, with two people. So I'm going to flip uh, a card out of a deck of playing cards. The suit and number are going to tell us some details about how we're going to play out this scene. And from there, we are going to just you and I play the scene. Uh, when we feel like we have adequate information, uh, we'll call we'll, we'll call for scenes end, and then we will move some pieces and parts around as we as we see fit. But um, for now, uh, let me flip the card and tell us uh, before as we start the scene. This is the eight of hearts, which means this is uh, in circles running down is our sort of narrative seed. However, we want to interpret that and tie that into the scene. And hearts are confusing. A thing you thought you knew is proven wrong. An ally acts in unexpected ways. A lead turns out to be a red herring. A suspect is revealed to be innocent, etc. And our our narrative seed is running in circles, in circles running down. And I think the scene opens. I think the scene opens shortly after after the the monologue. I'm in Nikki's bedroom and I am like, I've got these papers and I'm starting to like unfold them on her desk and trying to like and just and and I'm I'm digging through like her 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 waste bin her trash and like pulling out random papers and being like Chipotle receipt Kidoba receipt <laughs> okay paper the numbers numbers and I'm like I'm unfurling all of these sheets and they are like college lined paper with the tiniest writing of like numbers and they are just covered edge to edge all perfectly uniform in individual rows as I am like, I am laying these out all around me. And I think the door opens and Maggie is standing there just looking in at you. You know, you're not supposed to be up here without Nikki present, right? Uh, I, I, I know, I, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. We've talked about this. We had, we had the whole meeting. I just, how did you even get in? Matt, Nikki gave me a key. What? we've been together for like a year and a half. How did you not know that? She's not supposed to just give away keys to whoever she feels like, like that is a, a group decision for the well, safety of everyone that lives here. The safety. Uh, no, that's fair. That's fair. You live here. I don't, I, I would like to, but I, I, Maggie, can I just have 
like five minutes. What are you even looking for? And I look back at the papers. I'm not really sure. Um, maybe you can. I take my glasses off. Uh, maybe you can help. Maybe maybe you've seen some more of these. I'm just trying to figure out. And I, I hand her one of the the crumpled up sheets of paper. Like I've I've un, I've flattened it as much as possible. Are, are there? <laughs> Maggie, I'm going to ask you a question, and I ask you just to be your normal level of judgy, not like extra judgy. And I do not say that with ju- – <laughs> I'm not trying to be judgy when I say that you're going to be judgy. It's what I like about you. Go on. Are there any more pieces of paper like this around? Maggie looks at it for a couple of moments and rolls her eyes and walks over to one of the closet doors and opens it. And pulls down a stack of like 17 notebooks and just picks one at random and flips through the pages. And you see that every page is the same way. Oh, you mean like this or or this one or this one? Yes, that's exactly what I'm looking for, Maggie. Thank you. That's that. What what exactly do you think? I mean, this is just look at this. This is this one, I think, was the dimensions of an old bedroom. When we were thinking about moving into that place, this one is the number code for the color of a website that she was working on. Like, these are just the way that she keeps track of, you know, random things that happen to have numerical connections. You're probably just looking through her bank statement. (laughs) No, her bank statement's actually that one over there. I I, don't ask me how I know that. (sighs) I was, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're. You're absolutely right, and also I want to thank you for being your normal level of judgy, because in doing so, you've you've given me some valuable insight to work with. Uh, this is what I love about Nikki, and I don't know why I thought for some reason that this was somehow something different. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go, um, and I'm gonna add a lead two hour sheet I because I think something catches my eye like something catches me out of the corner of my eye as I'm stammering and talking through these 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 balls of paper numbers yeah 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 okay I gotta go Maggie um I, I gotta I gotta and I, I I grab the I grab just a handful of papers making sure to not make it obvious that I have grabbed these two receipts. And I'm out the door. And I think that as you exit, Maggie closes the door and she actually flips through one of the the notebooks again and notice that like there's a tear mark and like actually looks herself at one of the pieces from the trash and sees that it matches and just kind of dismisses it and closes it and puts it back in the closet. And I I think the lead that I want to want to add to our our list of leads is uh i'm gonna i'm gonna write down and this is gonna sound silly but i'm gonna write this down i'm gonna write down chipotle and qdoba receipts because i think what i've noticed is like as i'm running through like numbers in my head i'm gonna add the detail to our well i I actually can't add i can only add details uh when i get a result that indicates that i can add a detail that is an important game detail that for me and for you and for our listeners um but I can introduce new leads, and I'm introducing a new lead of Qdoba receipts 
with the uh, with the note that according to these receipts, and I noticed this because my brain was going a mile a minute at analyzing every number and trying to suss out uh, Nikki's relationship to those numbers. And I realized as I was like reading these numbers off in my head that somehow these receipts have the same date and time on them to the second. Mm. I like that. Like, And they, they both have like her card number and like they have her name and they are clearly like receipts that she got, but they are for two places across campus from each other at the exact same second. Okay. So I'm adding that receipt to our board. Are we go up to our we go up to scene two and let me make sure there's not. Uh, so each of us has some post scene things to do. Mine is that I add a lead to our sheet, which I am for our mysterious receipts. Uh, yours is the character that you portrayed, Maggie. You can uh, move this character. You can move this character to a different. Uh, you're going to move this character somewhere along the second half of our of uh, the, the left half of our playmat she's currently in the furthest section of threat what the the uh we've got our little like uh danger clock in front of us the the closer she is to the center of that clock the more danger she is in the more danger she is in from discovering our conspiracy and the category that she's in determines her relationship to our uh our protagonist our darling so you can move her to one of the other categories or you can move her more closer. Uh, you can move her one category closer to uh, to the threat. Oh, Maggie, um, I I think that the conversation there and with the ease that wit and I think the conversation there and the ease with which you left moves Maggie to the ally. OK. Like, I think that it was not the the big knockdown drag out she might have been expecting when she found you there. I, I, I like that. I like that a lot. That's very good. Which brings us to uh, the last thing is uh, we should is we look at what the machine does after a scene. Um, we've drawn our scene to a close. Uh, we move to the next highest value, which is uh, we move to the next highest value. So we move to scene two and we start again. And we have no danger tokens on the board. That is, yes. All right, so we move to our next scene of investigation. Uh, we'll roll our dice again. All right, so my dice, um, one of them has landed in the center, which I believe means I have to up the danger by one. No, I made that up. Uh, so one of my dice landed in the center area of our playmat, which is where our danger tokens live which means I can change the value on that dice if I would like, but I still have to take the lowest value because we are still fairly uh, safe. The machine die, which is a d12 we roll to determine how dangerous the scene is, rolled a 10. Our current time value is 2, which indicates that uh, we're still not in danger, which indicates we're still not in danger. We're still fairly safe. That's not going to last for long. Uh, the number that I have to take is a four, which means I'm going to add a detail to one of our leads. Your number is a three, which means the character you're going to be playing is, I believe, a suspect. And our scene options are memory, concern for safety, or conducting an interview. So yes, as you are our darling, what scene do you want to go after? Uh, what were they again? Memory? Oh, those dice would be. Yes. So memory, conduct an interview, or concern for safety. Also, our roles have swapped, so you're the darling now, so I'm the shadow, so I'm playing a suspect. That's, That's exciting. True. I think it's an interview. 
my impulse is to interview someone at Chipotle or Qdoba. All right. I think I'm not. Yeah, I think that works. I think I'm going to make I'm going to add a character here. I'm going to put them under suspect. And this character is going to be Max, who is the manager, assistant manager, because assistant manager is if you can if you can have a manager or an assistant manager, assistant manager is always funny. Yeah. At the Kidoba. Yeah. Uh, Max is a little older than you are. Uh, Max is in his, uh, 20s. Um, and he's, I think you and, I, I, I'm gonna ask you this. Yeah. What, uh, what do you, what do you and Max have in common? What do you share that makes this a friendly relationship? A class. Okay. I think that I think that we have a class together or had a class together. Uh I'm going to say I would I I think it's I I think I want it to be uh I I feel like it should be photography because we've established that the photo lab is a place on campus and I feel yeah. like having a photography class. Uh the and the card that I've drawn as we start our scene is the 5 of clubs which is tying up a loose end. But in a, but mysterious, which is things are not what they seem. Something thought to exist is shown not is shown to be real or not real. Physics or time act strangely. Your fundamental understanding is brought into question, etc. And I think Max, our scene opens. Max like puts down uh, some tacos and chips in front of you and is already halfway through eating one of them. And it's like I've only got I've only got twenty minutes for my break. You've really got to add if you got quite like I. I appreciate this, but I should, but judging by the by the phone call you gave me, I don't think this is like a a social visit. So if you've got questions, you've got twenty minutes. Yeah, no, Max, I I really appreciate it. The thing I'm trying to figure out is, look here, do you see the, the time and the date on this receipt? Yeah. Okay, so I just came from Chipotle, is and that, they is that Nikki's receipt. Yeah. Why do you have Nikki's receipt? Because. Because it was in her trash with a bunch of other numbers. But but look at these numbers. Look at this. And I hold up the Chipotle and the Qdoba receipts together. These purchases took place at the same time. The exact same time. That I can't believe that Nikki would eat at Chipotle. I'm I'm just I'm messing with you. I'm messing with you. You're, I think you're missing the takeaway here. I know. Max. I'm, I'm, mess, I'm messing with you. I'm allowed to mess with you. You're my friend. Yeah, that's well, that one's a forgery. The Chipotle one's fake. She was here. I I saw her. She's here every single day at that time, almost on the dot. We she is as as much as you could have a usual as much as you can have a usual at a at a Kadoba. She is a usual. She's here every day at that exact time, like to the minute. You know, we, we it's how. We've we've started gauging our shifts based on on her walking in. We know when about the lush run Shulars is over and dinner is about to start. Okay, now now I and I appreciate that, but why would someone forge a Chipotle receipt? Like I, I was there, they said that this receipt is accurate. And I mean, no one no now, one knew Maggie there, but here's the extra detail that I want to throw in as uh, taking on the role of the machine for a moment. Yeah, you. I'm going to ask you a question. I'm going to throw you a machine question. Okay. What did you do with Nikki last Thursday at that time that wasn't eat at a Kidoba? I think uh, we were sitting outside 
um, like under a big a big shade tree on campus, looking at one of her photography portfolios, um, and Ooh. it had some really cool like photos of the skate park, like what it used to look like and like kind of an evolution of the park over the last four or five years or maybe that. even kind of the degradation of the park. I I think that the, the I think it is, um, I think the park, like you're looking at photos and it looks cleaner, but more sterile is the only way to describe it. Like, you know, the, the first photos, like there's some graffiti and there's some, some scratch marks and, but it looks like a skate park that people hang out on. The, it, it looks almost like a staged photo in the last one, and it just uh, it gets cleaner and like in in a very kind of artificial way. Like the graffiti is is too centered on walls and and oh, too crisp yeah. lines. And... I was I was thinking that like the graffiti disappears, but I love I love the visual of like the graffiti shifts into the graffiti shifts into place. Like shift is too centered. the The words are a little too legible. Yeah. Right, like it stops looking quite like graffiti and starts looking like a graffiti font. Yeah. So, like, uh, and I think the thing that, yeah, and the reason that you know it is because four o'clock hit and the bells in the school clock tower rang out like four chimes, so you knew it was four o'clock. But both of yeah. these receipts say like four o two or something, like to indicate that she, you know, got here, ordered her food, and and he's like every single, like every single day she's here. She's here four o'clock. She's our four o'clock customer, dude. I don't know what you want me to say. No, not every single day. Last Thursday, we we were hanging out on campus because I remember hearing no, the bells. No, she was here last Thursday, dog. I don't. I, I, I'm, I was I was with her at four o'clock last Thursday. I helped her with I she I helped her with her photography work. She said she was having problems with the developing fluid. Do you want me to go get a tape? Yes. Do you, oh if God. you have one, I would love to oh see my God. it. I cannot. Okay. Okay. Mark, Mark, I'm putting this stuff in the mic. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put this stuff in the back, and we're gonna microwave it, but we're not gonna have it touch anything. It's gonna be totally safe. You were never back here. Absolutely. He, he takes you to the back, and you're watching the tape. And at four o'clock on the dot, she walks in. Last Thursday, like the date is on the corner, like there's a date stamp and a timestamp, and. Last Thursday, there she was. And I think I kind of blink my eyes like really heavily four or five times and and lean around like that sounds ridiculous, but lean around the screen and look at the wires and like, how is someone faking this and and just kind of slump. But that doesn't make any sense. I mean, I was I was I was with her, wasn't I? I don't know, dude. I'm telling you what I'm telling you. The, I mean, you weren't there. You weren't there at four o'clock last Thursday. I don't know what you're what you're thinking, but like you're not on the tape. Uh, frick! Uh, the, the the regional manager's here. You got to go, and you got to go out the back door. Oh yeah, okay, I'll get you. Okay, I'll sorry. get you your food. I'll get. I'll, I'll we'll bag it, and we'll have it out to you in five minutes. But you got you got to, and and like he is like shoving you out the door. Um, and I think kind of the button of this scene is that as I get pushed out the back door, in the distance. We hear the clock toll four times, mm-hmm. and I just kind of look up into the air. Yep, that's very good. All right, so uh, you get to, on any of our lead cards, um, 
and you can just say it outright and you don't necessarily need to have to like type it out, but you can say it outright. You can add an important detail onto any of our lead cards as you found more information about one of our leads. Meanwhile, I'm going to move. I'm also going to move Max over to Ally. Boy, I almost want to say that the the detail that we add is that the receipts are I've I've lost the one English word that I want. I hate when that happens. It's the worst. Uh, they're like uh, uh like you know certified that they are Oh um, yeah, they're like legit. They're like legit. They're they are yeah. you've they're you've 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 proven that they are um Oh, now I've lost the word. You, you've proven that they're like legitimate and like um, certifiable or, or quantifiable or yes, like you you've you've verified the existence of these receipts. Yes, and that the and that they were both correct. Yeah, I love that. That's a good. That's a that that's a good detail, and I feel like we added a lot of good details to the scene. And now, uh, real quick, uh, I'm going to take a moment and write down a quick note. Because okay. uh, so part of part of cobwebs is we're both writing down. We should both be like tracking. We don't necessarily you don't necessarily need to write it down in actuality, but uh, track your theory on what is unfolding as yeah. we go and as we as we swap roles and play back and forth. Um, so we go back. Now it is scene three. Uh, so uh, I am playing the darling in this scene, and I have rolled a two and a one. So I'm going to take one and add a new lead. And we have here memory and research. I I kind of really want to do a memory. Mm, yeah. I think memory feels like the right call. And I think it feels like the right call. I, I would love to propose that this is Maggie's conversation. Or not Maggie. This is Nikki's conversation because it's a memory, we can swap out who the, the protagonist character is, and I have a proposal. Mm -hmm. I would love for this to be Nikki, as the, the bell chimes four, we flash back to last Thursday because we saw what Nikki was showing uh, our protagonist, our unnamed yeah. protagonist. We saw what, they, what, what she was showing them or showing us on our uh, – like in her, her photo books. So I would love to know what she was showing Max. So like yeah. the bell rings four and like we flash back to last Thursday as Nikki walks into the Kidoba and like meets Max and like has lunch with Max. Yeah. And because you rolled a one, you're going to be playing this as an ally, which makes sense because I've moved Max into the role of ally. Yeah. So I'm going to ask this. I'm actually I, I know that. Uh, so you're the shadow. So I'm going to throw this to you. What is uh what is what is the thing like I think our camera opens on you know we see we hear the bell ring right Yeah We uh I our 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 darling wanders off to like to to continue the investigation and the camera kind of pans back over to the restaurant and Nikki is walking in and waving down Max and I'm going to ask I'm going to throw this to you as the shadow slash machine here what is the thing that she is carrying that she wants to show Max? Like, what do we want her to be showing Max? You know, we established that she was asking him about some of her photography stuff. And so I think it is an old camera um, with a bunch of different, like, 
manual mm. f-stop controls I love and that. you know all the different dials and and numbers yeah and, and we uh now that you mentioned it we said that she he he uh, max said and max might be lying i'm not like he was he was a rid he was a suspect so uh he had said that, that she was looking for help with like developing fluid yeah and i'm just gonna say i feel like that means max was probably lying <laughs> yeah so yeah um she is she comes in and she's like i Max, I'm going to ask this once, and I'm going to ask this because we're friends. Yeah, what's up? Keep your food on the other side of the table. Oh. I can't trust that cheese sauce won't get in this thing. Look at this thing. It is like I, a it's a Rube Goldberg machine. I mean, it's just sometimes chips get away. What can you I, do? I get I get it. I get it. So you like stepping away from digital or? Does, does that sound like me, Max? Have In the time that we've known each other, have I ever not been a little too into computers <laughs> yeah i mean that's true but i don't know why i don't know why else you'd carry around something like that with good lord that looks well, ancient yeah i i don't it was in it was in my chair like when i got to the room today when i got to when i got to class today it was in my chair and there's just and like i brought it up i asked claxton about it he said he had never seen it he's said he hasn't taught an analog class in two years. And look at this thing. I mean, here's what I wanted to show you. And she pops the lid off of it. Look at, like, not to get all, not to get, not to get all numbers on you, but like, look, like, does anything in here look worn to you? Worn like just old or out of date or like has been used well no i mean it seems pretty uh the outside of it looking like it does the inside looks that's kind of spotless i would expect to see you know some some weird marks or i don't know like little specks and stuff like that i it's it's somebody i'm gonna i'm gonna bring this to the lost and found somebody must have somebody must have restored this thing because like I mean this is this looks like you know, I was reading the textbook, this stuff is cutting edge, right? Like Is there any film in it? And she she pops it out and there is and she's like, Ugh, there is, but ugh, that means I'm gonna have to develop God, I hate developing film. Oh my god. Can we just like hold it up? Is that a thing that you do? I think I've seen that in a movie. You just kind of hold it up. Oh yeah, like after it's exposed, I think it's okay to wait. That I can't remember now. Is I... that which one's the film thing? Is it that exposing the film ruins it, or this is a good conversation for us to be having in character <laughs> as well as out of character? And it's a movie, so we'll just say it works if you hold it up. Yeah. So we we uh, I think we hold it up and. An important mechanical detail that has just unfolded. Our machine die, which determines if the scene has gotten more dangerous, rolled a one, which mm-hmm. means, and because we're on scene three, that means we add a danger token to the board, which means I'm going to ask you, what's on this film reel that represents a danger token getting put on the board and our investigator becoming one step closer to their untimely end of their investigation. I think it's a photo 
of the moment that Nikki is not living right now. <sighs> it is a photo of our protagonist and Nikki underneath the big shade tree looking at an album. <laughs> yeah that's exactly it. and and she's looking and she's like is that that son of is he's is that who i think it is what i god that's so small i'm is that uh oh is that uh is that you too that's that's him. It's and that. Wait, wait, wait. What, Max? I gotta, I gotta go. Max, do you know where the developing lab is? Because I gotta, I'll find it. I'll check the map. I gotta go. Yeah, no, it's just it's next to the classroom, and I kind of yell <laughs> that as she's going out, and she kicks open the door and just barrels her way out. All right, and that's the end of our scene. Yeah. And I think like and I think she runs by. I think the segue to our next scene is she runs by like in in like a crowded street she runs by and our protagonist is kind of stumbling down the street and just does not even notice and there's a moment of a question of does that happen at the same time? Are these mm-hmm. are these simultaneous things or was that last Thursday? Like Yeah. But but we see that transition to to her kind of running by our our unnamed investigator. So, where would you like to move uh, Max? You can move him to suspect or threat, or you can move him one step closer to danger. I think Max is moving to suspect. Okay. Um. That that seems like an awful important moment to. To yeah. not remember when talking to the protagonist. Yeah, why did he a either misremember or b hide that from our from our investigator? That's a very yeah. good. I really like that. Um, okay, we go on now to scene four. I like that now. Now, now that we're into it, I feel like we're rocketing through scenes, and honestly, I'm here for it. Yeah. Once we got used to the rules, I feel like we're just we're 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 just trucking. So you are now the darling. I am now the shadow. Um. I have rolled uh I have rolled a 3 which means uh I'm going to be playing a suspect. You have rolled a 3 and a 4. Now your 4 is in the center of the board, which means you can change that number if you'd like, but you still have to use the lower of your two results, which means if you want to roll a 1 or 2 instead, you can change that to a 1 or a 2. Uh, and a one or two for for context uh, for you and for the listeners, a one and two means you're going to be adding a new lead to the board, and a three and four means you're learning an important truth or learning uh, something important detail about one of the leads on the board. Yeah, I think I'm going to keep the die as it is and take the three. Okay, so uh, our our scene options are research or or a concern for safety. I really want to do a research. Yeah, I. I think I got to hit the photo lab. Yeah. I think she, the, the, the only lead I've got is that she was asking about developing photos. And so the question is, who, who are you playing in this scene? I think it has to be Professor Claxton. Okay. Knows more than, knows more than he lets on. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the, the photo lab is every campus photo lab from like a mid tooth from like a, from a, a noir thing. So it's got the reels and they're hanging down the films. 
Big Fool's red light is washing over us. It is it is the scene where where mysterious things happen. And um, at this point, I mean, it was just four o'clock or like it was. Yeah, it just rang four. So it's yeah. pretty late. I think it's probably like five, six o'clock now. I think the the building is mostly closed. And I, I want to add the detail. I don't know if I'm supposed to be in here. Mm. I think I'm like, I'm, I think there's a spot scene where I like I, I watch a security guard walk by. I sneak in. And and because I've forgotten to do it the last uh, at least turn, I'm going to flip our machine card. Yes. Good, good, good draw. Go on. Such a good draw. Rev, this was a good draw. This is the Ten of Spades. Spades are dangerous. The integrity of the investigation or safety of the darling has been compromised. <laughs> and a Ten, our narrative seed, is from the past what was once forgotten. That is good. So then, yeah, the school's de- – I've definitely got to sneak in here. Like, this is de- – I'm definitely not allowed in here at this moment. And I think as Professor Claxton walks in, I think I am I am I am doing exactly what Nikki was doing in our last scene. I'm looking closely at all of the individual film reels and I'm looking for the one that I'm looking for one of the skate park because I know that that's Nikki's photos. And if I can find that reel. Oh, no, that was, those must be digital. I guess I've got to be just looking at any of them to see if I see Nikki in any of them yeah. or at least ones that I can recognize as Nikki's photography. Uh, and I, I imagine that they have one of those doors that is a cylinder. So you like step into it mm-hmm. and then it circles around so that you don't let light into the, mm-hmm. into the developing room. And so like, we just hear the sound of that door rotating and then professor Claxton is there bathed in that red light. Most people would consider what you're doing right now, an invasion of privacy. Hi, Professor. Um, I can explain. I can. I can absolutely explain. Um, I can't really explain. I thought mm. I could explain. Yes. I assume that. Um, well, I was going to say I assume that those photos you're peering through are yours or have some relevance to you, but I know for a fact that they do not, since I have not taught you analog yet. They are not. And Professor Claxton walks over to one of the lines and, and starts plucking some of them off and rolling them up. I'm not sure exactly what you were hoping to find. <sighs> Professor, have you... Can I ask you a question? It seems you already are. Fair. Have you seen Nikki around in the last couple of days? There's a moment where his eyes land on the the roll of film that he's getting ready to roll up. And I think that we, the audience see that she is on every photo, but he rolls it up and turns to the protagonist. Not, mm, no, not since class last week. Why? I thought that she might have been doing some work here. I haven't seen her the last, couple days you know doting boyfriend you get Mm. it yes yes just um and i i kind of scribble down i scribble down um 
I guess I scribbled out my dorm my dorm landline number. Uh-huh. I scribbled down my dorm land. If you see her, can you ha- can you call me and let me know? Um I'm a little worried. That's all. You understand. You young love, you get it. Yes. Yes, of course. If I happen to see her, I will most certainly reach out to you. Appreciate that. Um I I guess I'll see you around. I'm sorry. Um, j- don't, don't, don't mention this to security. I'm going to be on my way. Um, yeah. And, and as you start to go, he steps and blocks the door and puts a hand on your shoulder and then smiles, doesn't say anything, just smiles and then steps aside for you to step into the revolving door. Weirdo. As I step in the revolving door, not quite quiet enough for him not to hear that um (laughs) and i step through the door and the scene ends with that door closing shut and the detail that i want to add to professor claxton is mm, seems seems to i mean i guess the detail that i think is most important here is hiding is that professor claxton is hiding photos of nikki yeah we don't know why but that is the detail that i want to add to the professor nick uh professor claxton yeah uh so the question is do you want to i i I know what i would do but do you want to move the professor claxton card on our playmat uh yeah i think he he needs to move to threat i i I was i was gonna i'm shocked i'm shocked at this development (laughs) i can't believe it who would have thought yeah right okay so uh we move to scene five we have one token on the board Hot dice, baby! Wow, yeah. Um, who? Okay, okay. Oh no, just a <laughs> a very interesting mix. Very interesting mix. So we rolled three sixes: two light dice sixes, one dark dice sixes, a uh, six. Which means that uh, we are absolutely guaranteed to find out an essential truth about one of our leads right now. Uh, the three scene options with you as our darling, I will give you the option to pick, are uh, concern for safety, are a memory, or uh, explore a location, and you and I as the shadow am going to be playing this as a threat. And I think I'm going to make an, I think I'd like to propose a new threat, but I don't know, but I'm going to, I'm going to let you set the scene and then I'll introduce a character to the board. Okay. And last but not least, another a four of spades, which me which feels right because we're still it's still dangerous. This was a Rev. This was a good roll because yeah, a lot of stuff is happening right now in game terms. We're Uh, we know for so this scene, I'm going to be playing a threat. You're going to find out an essential, irrefutable truth about one of our leads, and I'm adding a danger token to the board. Because our machine dice rolled a one and we're on scene five. Yep. And the card that we flipped for our machine prompt is the four of spades, which means this scene is dangerous. Uh, Your safety is compromised. The clue is tainted. A suspect flees and the environment becomes hazardous. And the tag is that the police make their presence known. I think it has to be the skate park. It's got to be the skate park. That feels like the only place. Uh, So then uh, I got to make I'm going to have to make if I'm making a threat. It's got to be, and the police are making their presence known, it's got to be, it's got to be Sergeant Hamsby. Oh. 
I'm gonna go Sergeant. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Sergeant Hamsby. Sergeant Hamsby, uh, big mustache, uh, big big mustache. Um, I'm gonna say think uh think Burt Reynolds before right before he died. Yeah, he died. He died. Uh, think Burt Reynolds like old Burt Reynolds is the is the way that I would if if we were casting this movie this would be this would be Burt Reynolds in like okay. a in like a cameo role. What are you doing at the skate park? I am standing in front of a wall of graffiti, staring at it, and then walking up to it and examining the edges and like scraping at it and stepping back and looking at it again. And I think you hear a click immediately. Hands on the wall. Drop, I, I drop put, the spray, drop the spray can. I, I don't, it's just a rock. And I hold my hands up and drop the rock. <sighs> Kid, you, you, we, we come here once a week, once a week, we come here, we spray this down. And then you, you, your kids show up, you, you put it back up. You know, you know how much taxpayer money you're, you're wasting with this graffiti? And I, I look over my shoulder what you mean this gets cleaned every week every single week this gets cleaned it, but they put the same graffiti up every week yeah i you you tell me you're the one doing it no 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 i'm not i'm not and i turn around and in, in my other uh not in my hand cause I, give me a shot um <laughs> uh, i turn around and can i my my pockets i've got uh, in my pockets uh not, not a weapon i just like something I'd, I'd like to show you you got go slow okay and very, very slowly, like keeping eye contact with them and just lowering one hand, uh, I pull out the photo album mm. and I, I open it and show like the wall of and show the page of photos of this same wall over the last four or five years. Who, who, who would put the same thing every, every week if, I, it, if it I, just gets destroyed? I don't. I, that's that that's not a question for me that's 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 what i'm trying to i, I guess that is a question for you know you get, get out of here and i'm gonna ask you now kind of as the machine mm-hmm. what is this graffiti of uh this graffiti i think like i think it is it's numbers <laughs> it's numbers right like it's numbers yeah and um, the numbers keep coming back sprayed exactly the same way. And I think like I think you are chased off and we kind of see like we see these numbers and uh, we see these numbers and get like the briefest flash aside of a tiny piece of paper on one of these uh, sheets of paper. Like on one of like there's a tiny sheet of paper with one of the sheets of Nikki's notebooks, like the page ripped out of it and the numbers match exactly right. Like it's the next, it, 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 it's just, it's numbers in exactly the same style. And mm-hmm. they've just, be, they've just been getting clearer and more uniform and more, like I said, it start it's starting to look like a font. It's starting now to just look like the same kind of uniform number writing that's, that's lining every page of Nikki's notebooks. And I'm going to move, I'm going to move Sergeant Hamsby down, down one level. I think he's still a threat. I don't think he I don't I don't think he's a suspect, but I think he's an active antagonist. 
but I do think that he's actively in like I think he's I think we've established that he's actively involved with like the graffiti, which is increasingly seeming like a key part of all of this. Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna. So I guess I guess this is this is your big question. What's the essential truth? What piece of truth did we find in all of this? Or do we or do we want more investigation time to to figure that out? I mean, I think the that's not really a truth, though, as much as an interesting fact the 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 fact of it all being recreated every week exactly isn't I, exactly a truth. I can you propose know? I could propose one. Yeah, please break the rules, but break the rules. But it's our rules. It's our show. It's our game. Yeah. Um, we if 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 it's if the numbers were on Nikki's notebook, maybe the truth is that she knew what these numbers represented. Yeah, I and I think I I want to add to this it, the idea that you know she knows what these numbers are and that you know we see it in in a scrap of the notebook. Yeah, that it also matched the settings on the camera in the flashback. I like that. That's real good. I think that's perfect. And so yeah. I think it's I think it's time for our next scene. All right. Uh, we've got a one. Uh, so our, our number is a one. I'm going to be our darling. Uh, and your number is in the middle of the table. So you can decide whether you want to play an ally suspect or threat in this scene. Um, and our options are explore a location or conduct an interview. I want to mm. conduct an interview with Maggie. Okay. Maggie, um, um and, and you can decide how you want to play Maggie since you yeah. you rolled the five you can decide if she is a if she's an ally suspect or antagonist you don't have to tell me until we're in the scene but okay. um I want I gotta I gotta talk to Maggie I she's been looking at these notebooks and the numbers are starting it's it's gotta come back to these numbers right like we thought it was nothing but it's gotta be something yeah and I think that's where we open, right? Like, uh, we open with in 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 the in their shared like room, their shared apartments, coffee or uh, like dining room, and yeah. I'm just pacing, 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 pacing. That's it's got. I know that we said, I know you said it was just it was you know dimensions of a house and bank statements and homework and but and the photos. I've printed out the photos. All the photos from the album are on the table. But look, like numbers and then they they follow through and does it please be as judgy as you can be and tell me that this does not make any sense because it kind of makes a lot of sense to me what about it makes sense to you that numbers on a piece of paper number match numbers on a wall like what about that makes sense to you 679 Oh, there's some numbers. That's my McDonald's receipt from yesterday. Okay. Then here's my question, Maggie. Why is the number from your McDonald's receipt on the wall? That's a coincidence. Okay, bad example. <laughs> 679. That's the, the amount that you paid at McDonald's. Yes. Also on the wall. And I flip to a random page. Here, the apartment that you were looking at last fall. Was six hundred and seventy nine square feet. That's a weird number of square feet, Maggie. Okay, so 
Is this like the red car thing? Like you hear that red cars cause more accidents, so you just start to see red cars everywhere? Maybe. Like Actually, maybe, 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 maybe. Look, okay, look. And she goes over and she picks up a different notepad and she opens it up and she just points at a random spot. You see here, for example, like that number is not here, but it very much is. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I don't know, Maggie. I don't know. Um, you're right. I'm, I haven't seen Nikki in a few days, and this is this is new, and this is a level of stress that I'm not I'm not aware of. I was not ready for. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go, and mark my words. I'm not gonna come around anymore because i think being here when nikki's not here and i'm worried about nikki is messing with my head i think you should take a little time and just find some way to decompress find something you enjoy doing and i mean you know she's gonna call you when she gets home that's exactly what i gotta do that's exactly what i gotta do i just gotta i just gotta She's going to call me when she gets home. She's going to call me when when she gets home. That's what's going to happen. And I know that. And I know that's what's going to happen. So, oh, okay. 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 It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. All right. I'm going to go. And I think as I, I stand up very kind of calmly and I slam the, I slam the notebook closed, grab it and like march not quite scrambling, but like in a very clear, like I'm probably not supposed to take this with me, but I'm taking <laughs> it with me way. But in this way of like, you're not going to stop me real quick. What is the card? Oh, oh my God. We didn't flip a card. The card. I know this is, could, uh, this could dictate the end of the scene. The card is the king of clubs. Clubs are mysterious. Things are not what they seem. Which feels right to it feels exactly right to her pointing at a number and saying this is not that number. Yeah. But the king, the prompt for the king, <laughs> did, did this. <laughs> this does set the tone for what happens next. Yeah. Narrowly escaping with all limbs intact. <laughs> so I think we're gonna take we're gonna take a, a bit of a turn here. That as you. Slam the door. We see the clock on the on the oven in this in this shared, you know, space. Turns to the number we have seen on that wall. Yep. And as the door clicks shut, you hear an explosion from inside the room. Oh. Oh, I didn't see that coming. That's a, <laughs> that also reflects the fact that we added another danger token to our board, now bringing us to three danger tokens. If we yeah. get to six, our investigation ends. Yeah, um, yeah, that that'll do it. That'll cause uh, an ex- that'll that'll cause some some drama. Um, uh, yeah, I think that I think that'll keep me from coming back. That that feels like a nice safe three danger token slash you survived scenario. Yep, it does. Um. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, I'm going to move Maggie to. Th- oh, no, you you get to decide where you want to move Maggie. Uh, I think Maggie just moves in. I think Maggie's going to move in. I like that. At, le- at least one. <laughs> we'll um, maybe check back in with Maggie later. 
I, I like that Maggie is still on the board. Um, and I'm going to the thing I'm going to add to detail is is Maggie. No, nope, I'm going to add Nikki's bedroom is up in smoke. That's the that's the that's the pertinent detail from that scene. That's the truth that I uncover. That not the truth, but the fact that I uncover is that Nikki's yeah. bedroom has been obliterated. We move to scene seven, and now we're at three or more. So what champ happens now is you're going to roll two dice. And you just get to freely pick which of those two dice you want to be. Okay. Uh, so you roll a two and a six. You can decide if you want to be an ally or a threat. And I roll two dice, and I believe I get to pick also. Let me double check. No, I only roll one dice. So, uh, I had to delete this one. I've, so I'm going to take a one. Uh, so I have to add a lead to our board. You can choose whether you want to be an ally or a threat. You don't have to tell me until the scene starts. And my options are research, memory, or uh, concern for safety. I got to take research. I've got the notebook. And we are not adding a danger token this scene. Can I Can I make you a pitch? Yes. What about a memory with Maggie and Nikki? Ooh. Now that we've kind of closed the door on Maggie. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, yeah. I think, I think Nikki... I, I think that... I think um, we see the explosion, right? We see the explosion. And... Uh, I think like we see the explosion, it freezes and we hear, so this is weird, right? Like, yeah. and, 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 and we cut to the kitchen, Maggie sitting in the exact same spot, photos of Nikki and our protagonist laid on the table. I'm, I'm in these photos. Well, yeah, it didn't. Didn't someone take them for you? Like, these are super cute. I just assumed they were some kind of like, oh, we're getting engaged or whatever. Okay. One, we've been together like a year and a half. That is way fast. Two, I didn't, I wasn't here for these photos. What do you mean? I mean, I I was, I was at lunch. Look, and I slapped down the exact uh, Kyodoba receipt that we saw earlier. Oh, I got to flip a card. We have the four of clubs. Police make their presence known in a mysterious <laughs> way. So I, I'm going to say I slap down. I slap down the receipt. Uh, um, I slap down the receipt, and I'm like, "Here's look. I was at lunch. The the, the 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 time thing on the bottom and the time the time thing on the receipt. I was not here for this. What do you? That doesn't even make any sense. What do you, you're clearly there. You're in a photo. <sighs> I I I. I Maggie, I don't know how to explain this. I, 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 I wasn't. How could I have been at two places at the same time? That doesn't make any sense. You can't be at two places at the same time. I mean, it's it's simple. What the the register, the receipt, the the. I mean, the time change. Who knows? Maybe it's just an hour off. What? It's got to be something. I've just. Like, Maggie, you're my best friend, and sometimes I need you to just be really judgy, and it's it's why we're best friends. And uh, I just, I can't, this is just super weird, because I know I was never on the park with, with him. I know that we've never sat there together. Look, if you're sure you weren't there... Then figure out 
who took the photos and ask them about it. And they can probably like, yeah, you were here. Do you remember like jog your memory? Yeah. 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 That's a great, that's a great point. That's yeah. What am I talking about? That's obviously the next thing to do. That's, that's easy. That's, that's simple. Okay. We can do that. We can do that. We can do that. And I think she picks up the phone or I think she goes into her bedroom and closes the door and we follow, we like, we follow the door. Uh, we cut back to the smoldering wreckage and uh, our investigator is in the car, is in a cop car being driven off. Yeah. Yep. All right. Next scene. Let's roll some dice. Let's delete some dice here. Uh, oh, well, that makes my life a little easier. Um, uh, so I've rolled a six. Or so you are, you're our darling. You have rolled a six, uh, and I have rolled a six or a two, which means I can be an ally or a threat. Oh, I guess we, I guess the last thing is, um, I'm going to add is we need to do our post scene things from last turn. Oh, yes. I'm going to add. I'm just going to add, I'm going to put it in parentheses because we don't know who took them. I'm going to add the photographer. Yeah. And would you like to move Maggie closer to the threat or to another category? I think she moves closer to the threat. Poor Maggie. Yeah. Um, so our options for this scene, uh, would you like to uh, get a concern for safety, explore a location or conduct an interview? Our scene prompt is dangerous. And our Prompt is in circles running down. I mean, it, it has to be an interview, but I almost feel like it is not me who's giving the interview. <laughs> oh, I see. I, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with, yeah. with it being an interview. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I think that I think that feels right. I think you're in an interrogation room. Hamsby is pacing back and forth. Those photos that we saw earlier, those photos that we saw earlier are scattered on the table. The receipts are there. Everything is there. Welcome back and forth. You said you hadn't seen her in, in days, and yet last week, uh, the last time anybody saw her was with you. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the last time I saw her. That's that's what I'm trying to figure out is I don't know where she went after the fact. You, you tell, you tell me, you tell me, you tell me. I'm starting to, I'm starting to get, I'm starting to get a picture of a, uh. Well, you're 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 wandering around looking at her pictures, looking at anywhere that she might have been. I'm starting to get a picture of a little bit of a jealous, a little bit of a jealous boyfriend covering up evidence personally. Uh, what do you mean? I mean, look, look at these photos. Uh, look at those. That's that's a loving couple in those photos. Oh, yeah. Picture perfect couple. Who'd you pay? To, who'd you pay to get these pictures taken? I, I didn't. That's the thing is I, I'm trying to figure out. I, I remember. This moment. You know, but I, I don't remember this moment. Oh, how convenient. You remember being there. You remember getting the picture. You remember, you remember, uh, you remember Klaxon or whatever, whoever, whatever their name is. You remember them, go the three of you hanging out, big te- father, teacher, parent conference, a beautiful picture of a happy couple, and yet you don't. You don't got any. You don't got any idea of what happens after that. How convenient for you? No, it's it's super inconvenient. And then suddenly I think. her apartment goes up in smoke. And suddenly you just happen to be there. Is is Ms. Maggie okay? 
She's fine. She'll be fine. She's in the hospital. No major injuries. Well, she's banged up, got a couple burns, but she'll be okay. Your 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 bystander, your secondary target was fine. What? Secondary target? I don't understand. Where did you where did you get where did you get these photos? They were handed over to us by the person that took them. Who 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 took them? You should know. He was there with you. It was the professor. No, that's that doesn't make any sense. He wasn't there with us. He, we, we were sitting there looking through the photo album, the photo album that I showed you before with, with all the photos of the skate park and it's, it's changes over the years and, and the bell rang and, and she said that she had to go soon. And so we said goodbye and, and then she left and he, he wasn't there. I mean, I would have, I would have recognized him. I don't know what to tell you. He handed us these photos himself. He said he said we would need them. So if he didn't take them, at least he knows who does. So, I mean, what do I do? What do I? What do I do now? I've never been um, questioned before. Uh, and I think like uh, he's he's like, well, I would recommend getting a lawyer, but I think it's a little late for that because I think you've told us plenty. And at that moment, uh, another detective bursts in. Um, yeah, I don't know how to tell you this. They're dropping all charges. He's free to go. Um, I, I can, I can go. And I think like Hamsby is, is like, no, you can't. We, we almost got, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. We got, we got a call that said they were dropping all charges. Free to go, kid. Thanks. I, um, you said the per- Professor Claxton gave you gave you those? Yeah, yeah, I guess. Uh but uh I would take my advice here and uh maybe maybe take a vacation out of town. Catch my drift? Yeah, um Yeah. And I I stand up and I it's an awkward moment because I'm still chained at the hands for a second, so there's a like a, a bit of a, a ruffle on the table. Uh and then and then they unlock me and I I walk out and I'm just looking at those photos the whole walk. And with that, I think our scene ends. I'm going to move Hamsby a little closer to the threat. I don't think he quite moves into a suspect or an ally, but I do think that he's getting more and more wrapped up in whatever's unfolding. Yeah. Uh, we move to our scene nine. Um, What... You rolled a one? Hold on. I can actually... I forgot that we're on Google. I can find out. You rolled a six. So what's uh, what's the truth? What truth did you uncover about what's unfolding? I think the truth that Maggie was somehow in both places. Okay. I like because that. Because we are in that photo together. Or Nikki's in both places. Or yeah, Nikki, sorry. Yep. Maggie's in a lot of places, just all over the... Maggie's oh, no. Maggie's in one place and it's not going great for. Her. <laughs> but Nikki's Nikki, yeah. Nikki was definitively in two places. It's quantifiable. It's it's provable. And Claxton knew that. Yeah. I like that. All right, let's roll our next scene. Scene nine. Okay. Um we rolled a five. Alright, so I am our darling. I rolled a five, which means I am gonna uncover an essential truth here. 
Uh, and you can be an ally or a threat. You rolled a two or a five. And our options are memory, explorer location, or research. Oh, I get to, I should I should pick, right? I'm the darling. I get to pick. I got yeah. distracted. My bad. <laughs> um I was like, when's Rev kind of pick? Um <laughs> I think I want this to be this has got to be research. I've got to be breaking into Claxton's office. Yeah. It's the only thing that makes sense. And I feel like Claxton has got to be on the scene. And you can decide whether at this moment Claxton is an ally or a threat, but at this yeah. point, I have snuck in through the window, and you you have ca- walked in just in time to see me, like, tearing through files. Your office is a mess. And I'm standing perfectly calm in the middle of the room. I thought for sure when the sergeant told you to take a little break, you would actually heed his advice. You had the photos. Yes. You had photos with her on them. And you. Yes. And I asked you. And you, why did you lie to me? Why did you lie to me? Did you blow up Nikki's place? Was that you? Is that? Because otherwise it doesn't really make a lot of sense to hand those photos to the police, Claxton. I didn't tell you. Not to hide anything. But because I have seen your reaction. To minor bumps in the road. You have something that Nikki did not have. A limited scope. The hell are you talking about? Exactly. Nikki saw the patterns. She understood the larger picture. You barely perceive the single photo you're looking at. I think, and I think at that moment, I think at that moment, um... I, I I see this immaculate film camera mm-hmm. on Claxton's desk. It's it's this it's it's the exact camera we saw earlier. And for a second, I just I hear Nikki's voice. I hear I hear Nikki's voice. I hear Max saying like, "Yeah, she was she was getting into into film development." And I hear Claxton's voice say like, "Teaching teaching you film until next year." And I think I grab the camera. I think I bash it over Claxton's head and I run. I think I got to I got to piece together this camera and if Claxton knows something I don't even think maybe I yeah, I think I I think I I, sn- I sn- grab the camera and maybe Claxton's portfolio or like his like office notes, his briefcase and I smash the camera on his head and I just bolt out of there. Yeah, and and you take the camera pieces with you or leave them behind? Um, I think I'm taking the camera with me. Okay. And I think that's scene. And I think the truth that I want to add is that Professor Claxton was behind this. Yeah. In whatever capacity that means. I have my theory, but I think Claxton is behind this. Yeah. And I'm going to, and where would you like to move Claxton as we go to our next scene? Uh, I think that he moves a step closer to the danger. Okay. So I rolled a five. Or so you rolled a five as our darling. Um, and I rolled two threes, which means I'm playing a suspect. Is this a memory or is this research? I think this is a memory. And this is, uh, it's worth noting, our fifth danger token on the board. Yeah. Um, okay, our memory. Um, it's got to be Nikki with Claxton, right? Yeah. We're on scene 10 of 12. Yeah, yeah. It's got to be Nikki with Claxton. And I think 
Claxton, I think Nikki is, I'm going to say in the dark room. I think it's in the dark room. Nikki is developing these photos. Or maybe it's in Claxton's office. Maybe like we 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 do the thing again where we yes. uh, Nikki uh, I like the investigator runs out, our darling runs out, and Nikki is sitting in the in the office, photos again sprawled out, and is like, Professor, who took these? I did. I know that that's. I don't understand. <laughs> yes. Oh wait, you're I... the darling here. Oh, that's true. We got our roles mixed up. I took these photos. But I don't remember being there, having oh, these photos taken. Of course not. You, well, you <laughs> you haven't been there yet. Well, I mean, you have, but you haven't. And I, I look at the, the photos and I pull the receipt out. Ah, is that the uh, Chipotle or the Kidoba? It wouldn't... Um, it wouldn't matter which one it is. They'd say the same thing, wouldn't they? Of course. One of the simplest, one of the simplest exercises that, that, that we offer. Nikki, you're a remarkable student. You are, you are someone capable of great things. You are capable of so much more than you realize. And I and my associates are prepared to offer you an opportunity that I know you are going to appreciate having accepted. I remember in your first class when you talked to us about composition and lighting, and she is looking at photos on the wall. And I asked you how do you get good lighting and good composition at historic moments? Like when they raised the flag at Iwo Jima or when that swan touched down on the water and you said it was all about being in the right place at the right time. Of you course. didn't mean luck, did you? Of course not. I, of course, Maggie, of course not. Maggie, of everything, time, it's all happening at once, and it's merely a matter of knowing which slides on the film reel to look at. And if you join us, if you work with us, and I think at this moment, like three other professors have walked into the room all looking just slightly different than Professor Claxton, we can make great things happen. And I'm calling scene. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to move Claxton. I think Claxton's got to just move down, right? Like Claxton moves down. Yeah. And our next scene. Oh, uh, but I, and I guess I, it's probably easy to ask you, what's the essential truth that we learn in this scene? Yeah, I, I think that the essential truth is, uh, I think to put it in the language that's in my head, people capture great photos of history after it has happened. Mm, I love that. And so uh, we're on scene 11. We've, I have rolled our sixth danger token. Yeah. The investigation is over. We are going to uh, – let me flip to endgame to describe what happens. 
and we can set this scene how we like, and then we move into our end game. Uh, when danger abounds, when we accumulate six danger tokens, uh, the darling has their investigation forcibly cut short. We have one more scene to narrate the story's ending. Um, I know exactly how I want it to end. Um, so this is our last scene. And I know exactly what I would like to happen here. Yeah. Uh, I feel like this has to be a scene between Nikki and our investigator. Yeah. And uh, our investigator is barreling out of out of the office, flipping through notes and seeing all of these historical photos. Runs out onto the lawn, and there's Nikki sitting in that exact spot, just as the bell tolls for. Come over here, or you're gonna miss it. <sighs> And I sit, and I sag my shoulders, and I just, this is, this is going to be a quick moment, isn't it? It is. And as she says that, um, from behind another tree, Professor Claxton comes out holding the camera, even though we also see that uh, our protagonist is, is holding kind of the beat up version. And I think that I smile genuinely, sadly, a, a sadness behind my eyes, a weight, a weight behind my eyes. But happily, I'm, I'm here with her one last time. And uh, I, I turn and, and hold his hand. Don't worry, I think, I think we'll see each other again. But for now, well, that was my one caveat was that... Um, you had this to look back on. So don't forget to smile. And now we move into our epilogue. So our epilogue is exactly the same as our intro. We're each going to take turns giving sentences. Uh, these are one sentence things. We're going to go back and forth until we've contributed at least three uh, sentences. These can be from the perspective of any character that we've met. Um, I, I would love to throw out the first one. I think I've got a good one just to set the tone and, and set what, what, what happens. Yeah, and um, what, real quick, sorry, what page is the epilogue? The epilogue uh, is on page 39, 39 and 40. Uh, there are no, like, preset prompts, so we can just oh, make okay. whatever sentences we want. Okay, cool. Um, I think the first sentence is, yeah, I never, is Maggie talking to uh, Hamsby, like, yeah, I never saw him again. He just kind of disappeared off the face of the earth. I think the next part of this epilogue for me, gosh, I, I almost don't want to say this one because it feels like the last one i feel like they're <laughs> all gonna feel like the last one yeah. that's, that's kind of the magic yeah is that the protagonist checks the skate park every thursday hmm. i like that i think um i think max looks we max looks at his watch the next day and four o'clock rolls around and nothing happens and Max starts to look around as if something is wrong. As if Max is going to be the next to dig into this. I think that we see Professor Claxton taking down one of the photos on his wall and 
putting up a new one of something monumentous that's happened in the last four or five years. And the style of it, we can just barely tell that it looks stylistically like the photos from the photo album. I love it. Uh, I think we get a shot of Maggie sitting quietly like in her hospital bed a notebook in hand and like some homework papers next to her and we see we 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 pan over her shoulder like we 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 come around over her shoulder and we see her notebook is just numbers and she's just writing them in one at a time and just kind of idly doing it like really slowly but just slowly filling in these lines of numbers uh and i think we see a almost a time loop of Sergeant Hamsby getting out of his car every week and chasing someone away that we don't see. Mm -hmm. And then the last time he steps out of the car and it seems like he's getting ready to say something, but he notices that there's no one there. Mm. And the last thing I want to say is I think we see I think that we see over his shoulder, there's just nothing. The graffiti park, the, the the park is just pristine as if no one has ever set foot in here. Yeah. And that's game. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Dope. <laughs> oh, it was good. Yes. That was real good. I'm so happy with that. That was fantastic. Oh. We almost got there. We almost, we, we almost had it. We got, we got close. <laughs> oh. It was good. I want Ugh. this job. How do we become a time traveling photographer? Yeah, right. Like, how do we? How do we? How do we? How do we? Do we nab that one? Ah, <laughs> oh, thank you so much for playing this with me. This was awesome. Yeah, thank you for having me. This was ah, oh, this was good. This was real good. Oh, real quick before we wrap up, where can people find you and your work online? Uh, you can find really everything that I help create and produce at thecritshowpodcast.com. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Rev Deshane, and you can find the Crit Show uh, at the Crit Show on facebook instagram twitter twitch whatever you're looking for all right well thank you so much for doing this with me this was so so dope and for now i'm going to throw it over to me in the future so that he can wrap up with the show take a future me thanks past me and thanks again to ref for coming on the show that game was really really special it was really cool and moody and like we ended up telling a really interesting story with a really like fun engaging it was just a great great mystery story and i could not be happier with how it turned out. Be sure to pick up your own copy of Cobwebs at worldchamp.io slash store, and be sure to check out The Crit Show or follow The Crit Show on Twitter at The Crit Show. Then you can follow us at Party of One Pod, like the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash party of one podcast. Join our Discord community at bit.ly slash party of one discord and head to our merch store at bit.ly slash party of one merch. If you enjoyed the show, consider leaving us a nice iTunes review or a Podchaser review. Consider uh, supporting the show financially at patreon.com slash jeffstormer or ko-fi.com slash jeffstormer. Or just, you know, telling a friend about the show, saying you like the show on social media. Any of those things help us do cooler things and bigger and better, and I really appreciate it. It just makes my day. The other thing you can do to support the show is by supporting the other podcast I produce every week, All My Fantasy Children, which is a character creation, storytelling, and world-building podcast on the One Shot Podcast Network, in which every week my best friend Eric Tano-Saez and I take a listener-submitted prompt, we spin it into an original fantasy character, and we populate a shared universe one story at a time. New episodes drop every Friday-ish at oneshotpodcast.com. 
Party of One is produced and edited, as always, by Jeff Stormer and Jen Frank. All music for the show comes from the song Infinite Lives by Mega Rain, featuring the D&D Sluggers, and the Party of One logo is by Evan Rowland. I want to wish you good luck on your projects, and I hope you have fun doing them. If you'd like to inquire about advertising rates for the show, coming on the show as a guest, or about press coverage or Party of One, you can email me at partyofonepodcast at gmail.com. And I think that's all we do here. So until next time, thank you so much for listening. Remember to fight the forces of fascism every single day. Remember the self-love and self-care are radical and defying acts of resistance. And as always, party on, everybody. Party on, everybody.